And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener, your host, Ken Lane, here every week talking about the landscapes of Northern Arizona. And Happy New Year, everyone. This is going to be exciting. We, we've got a lot going on. In fact, I was kind of worried. Spring is on us here at the Garden Center. Of course, we're always a season ahead, at least here in Prescott. So the season kicks off in full force, kind of mid to late February. Sometimes it, it ignites, and then March, it just crescendos into this crazy planting time. That's the, 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 customer count quadruples the number of plants tenfold and so we're trying to gear up for that it's just days away a few weeks and we're here so it's kind of exciting new structures are going up new shade structure we're going to build a few shade areas just to make it more pleasant to shop and make it better for the plants healthier it's all about keeping the plants healthy and so it was hot last summer and it was hard to water plants twice a day well this will take the edge off and so it's be really good this week's garden column, so it comes out uh, every week. I read a garden column. That's kind of the outline for a lot of what we do. So we we, we break that out and put it through our social media, our YouTube channels, uh, all the newspapers pick up the weekly column. And then, of course, if you're part of the Garden Club, you get first dibs on all of it and all the embedded links that help you to go see more and find more, whereas the newspapers... They took all that stuff out. They don't want all that extra stuff. That's what people are. We're in the digital world, not just print anymore. Help us out. And so uh, I emailed out to, to customers. And so they've got a, my desktop to yours right there. And so this week it was on healthier houseplants in six steps or less. Between now and really the end of March, you've got a window here of a, of a few weeks where it is time to make your house plants healthier. This is a time to take a look at them and go, they need to be, they need to be transplanted. And so house plants, because they're so limited in their space, once they bump up against the pots, they quickly, within a year or two, they'll outgrow their space and they start to show it. And so they'll get thin and wispy, they get leggy. They stop blooming for some of those blooming plants. Um, and so uh, the roots will start growing out the bottom of the pot. They get difficult to water. Uh, you can just tell they aren't the same as they used to be. Those are all indications that huh, I need to be transplanted with containers. And the time to do that is late winter, early spring. This is when you do your, before the spring growth starts to grow on them. So right now the days are short. So after winter solstice through about spring, so, you know, spring is, uh, what is that, the 21st of March? So that's kind of your window, your best time to transplant things and take a look. Plus, you gardeners, you need something to do inside anyway, right? It's kind of chilly outside. So transplant your pots. Uh, some, some, some experience I found. If the plant is too big to transplant, some of these big trees, we had a friend's house, they had a dracaena or corn plant. It had to be two stories high. It's this magnificent house overlooking the golf course. This thing is growing from the floor to the ceiling. It's like a big, vaulted, gigantic, beautiful home. And this thing is kind of outgrown its space. It kind of, they almost time for a new one. Didn't say that, uh, but, but sometimes you just have to kind of reset. But for them, because it was so big, Sometimes if you can't manhandle this or woman handle this, you just take out that top layer of soil. So harvest maybe two, three inches of the dirt on top of that pot. 
you're fully expecting to keep it in this pot, but you're going to add some freshness. So you'll break a few roots. We call that root pruning. That's good. You're going to take some of that old spent soil out of there because plants do use up the vitality of soil. You're going to add some fresh potting soil. Soils are, are confusing. So you walk up to the wall of, of the box store's soils, you're dumbfounded. Oh, my gosh. We sell four varieties here. One, we make our own potting soil. It's organic. It's got all the stuff you need. Peat moss, perlite. It's got an organic fertilizer in it. It's, got, we, we've, it's a recipe. We've created this recipe over the decades, and this is the best one for growing houseplants or seedlings or cuttings or in your containers, raised beds. It's made for that. So potting soil is made for potting things directly into it. You've got topsoil, which is basically compost with a lot of sand. Because sometimes on you these ridge lines, it's so windy, the, the, the mulch just kind of blows away. This adds some weight to it. This fruit is for filling in holes, that kind of stuff. Right now, we're using a lot of manure. So we deodorize our manure. That's the third variety. So potting soil, topsoil, manure, and then mulch. Mulch is, um, that's the number one seller. If Whenever you're planting a new plant, you need to add some compost. Those are the four things. It doesn't get any more confusing. They've got a topsoil, uh, a potting soil for raised beds. Well, it's topsoil. They've got one, they've got houseplant potting soil for small plants, for big plants. For good. No, it's all the same. They're just rebranding, making it confusing. They're just marketing, packaging. Really, it comes down to those four things you need. Potting soil is the number one for houseplants. And so we we make our own. I would encourage you to use that one. It's for this elevation. It's made for to keep moist, but in a dry climate. It's like a razor's edge on how to do that. But sometimes you just top dress a large container. You can't move it otherwise. Just add some freshness to the soil. For smaller pots, they're going to prefer a neck size up. Now, don't go too crazy. Don't go from a six inch to a 10 inch. That's, that's, that's like triple the size, literally, of, of the soil volume. The plant will focus all of its energy on filling up the space, uh, the space with, with roots. Again, these are tropical plants. They're used to, to, to rainforest and competing for a little bit of space with all this jungle effect. And so they're going to go, second they get any room, they go, I'm all in, let's fill up. It's before someone else comes in here. And so they're they're thinking that way. So help them to not feel that way. <laughs> Don't give them that much space. Things like bromeliads, they never need to be repotted, really. Sometimes they put on pups or, or side shoots, little children. So you can just you just keep the main mother plant there and just take those little side pups off and repot those. But don't transplant the entire but most plants, pothos and philodendrons and, and dracaenas and all these other normal house plants that you're used to, they like to be transplanted when they bump up against that, that wall and start to crowd themselves out. So you take the next size up. So a six inch would go to a eight inch pot. An eight inch pot would go to a 10 inch, just the next size up. Don't go too crazy. And then I do find, this is a personal experience, ceramic clay pots, houseplants prefer growing in those than plastic pots. It's breathability. It allows them just to, to take in the, 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 the moisture in the air. And the, so, so ceramic is better. 
get something stylish because you're going to be living with this for years inside your house. Something that looks pretty. It's worth paying an extra five bucks and getting something you just love because some of these containers are like pieces of art and that you'll, you'll appreciate it, especially if it's somewhat a desk or on a, on a plant stand where you see it kind of spending a couple extra dollars for a really pretty pot. Cause generally they're smaller. They're not that expensive. So anyway, that's, that's kind of where you're at. And then, when you take, when you're transplanting, take your new pot, take your old plant, pull it out of the, out of the container. Try not to yank it from the stem because that's hard on plants. Try to nurse it, pull it aside, try to nurse it out with your fingers, roots and all. And then that old matted root, anything that looks broken or rotting or brown, take those things off and try to loosen up the side roots a little bit. It's okay to, to don't brutalize the roots, but just loosen them up. Put them in your new pot and then backfill with some potting soil. Again, potting soil is a secret with houseplants. Um, try not to, here's a rookie mistake. Do not bury the crown or the stem where the stem meets the soil. Don't let soil touch that. Keep that at ground level or even a little bit above. They don't like soil right against their stems. Where you'll get some stem rot, just some things that happen. And then water it until water comes out, seeps out the bottom of that drainage hole. You do need drainage holes. So plants, house plants don't like sitting in soggy water. They want to, they want to be able to breathe. That's why ceramic is better than plastic. So a drainage pot, a drainage hole at the bottom is, is it's a secret. And then water it until water comes out or seeps out the bottom of that. And you've got yourself a repotted plant that'll be good for really several more years to come. So we've got lots of specialty pots, orchid pots, violet, African violet pots. If you need more help with that, we can even help you transplant it. Come visit us here at Waters Garden Center. Be right back after this. <laughs> 